0: we're your hosts faith
1: and dom
0: and this is red flags a podcast where we discuss different red flags or warnings and how they relate to us both culturally socially and personally
1: and the topic for today is complacency
0: uh today we have a special guest we have lorna say hi lorna
2: hi (laughs) lorna good job thank you so much
0: fun all right um so i have a definition of complacency to start off
1: you you do faith you have a definition for complacency
0: um don't make fun of my source though
1: is it buzzfeed
0: no is it wikipedia no
1: urban dictionary
0: according to love to pivot.com i don't know what this website is complacency means gradually slipping into a false and often toxic comfort zone that prevents both you and your partner from enhancing your relationship improving your communication and taking each other for granted
1: did you say uh communication like like communication and media studies (laughs) the major that faith and i both have
0: anyways um have you ever been complacent in a relationship laura
2: (laughs) yes and that's why i broke it with my last boyfriend (laughs) i'm gonna call him out right here let's talk about that (laughs) let's talk about that what were the red flags if you will Mama's boy. You want to start there? <laughs> I'm going to be completely open because he does not go to this college anymore, nor will he ever hear this podcast because he does not care about this school.
0: He has a weirdly close relationship with his Very mother. Close.
2: And me being completely, like, accepting of that was... Was, was a red flag. So complacent.
1: The red flags love did, you. in fact, look like six flags.
2: Yes. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I dated a
1: priority. I
0: dated someone. Who, like, for some reason was really obsessed with calling his dad, like, a smoke show. Like, he would always go, isn't my dad so hot? And I was like, huh? I can't
1: <laughs> and I just
0: ignored it. I shouldn't have ignored it, though. That's, he, like, did it every day. Like, isn't my dad so hot? Like, oh, look at his chest hair.
1: Brother, look at his chest hair.
0: That's
2: weird. Yeah. Who stares at their father's shirtless enough to to be like, Yeah. I want some of that. this man
1: (laughs) i want a piece
2: you guys missed it you guys missed it because my freshman year we had a guy that was at the school my ex used to go to and he knew me from there and he's like oh you're this guy's chick like and i was like first red flag you're gonna call me somebody else's property basically yeah but then second red flag is he basically went around like going homophobic slurs on everybody but when you confronted him about it he's like actually Four of my five answer gay. And I'm like, that's a statistic, not your actual family. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad that two of my exes actually kissed their mother's goodnight? Two! Two <laughs> of these exes? I've had two exes that did it. So I had one ex when I was younger and one ex more recently that would kiss their mother goodnight. Now, my f- the first guy that I was dating, we were still teenagers. Oh. So it wasn't as much of a red flag. But the second one was while I was in college. And I was like... Now we have to question thing. Can I, I ask where you're meeting these men? So fun fact. One of the guys I've met was strictly online and I had never met him before. I met him once and then I started dating him. Mm. And then it ended up being two years of like the worst years of my life. Oh. I mean. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was good times in it, but like when we get down to it i i do look on it very poorly and he has made it very clear that like he hates me and like we do not have good terms at all and he like pretends like we're fine but i'm just like i don't care Yum. the red flags really were looking like six flags i mean for me it was it was a roller coaster i of like past exes some of them Some of them were a choice. Like a broken roller coaster. So true. Like a roller coaster that you get on and it's like fun for two seconds and then you're done. It's kind of like a lacrosse player. So
1: (laughs) I wish you were wrong. As you should. I wish you were wrong, but it's Um, so
0: true. So I have have quite a bit of um, some scholarly sources. They're not scholarly. I've got um, the
2: org this stock photo of like a woman in a really fake blonde weave and like half of her man like clearly one of them is the sugar daddy and the other one's just there for the ride um but the thank you
1: for painting the picture for our listeners thank you
2: you're very welcome so the title is top
0: 10 signs of complacency in relationships so we're gonna see what these are all right first uh sign of complacency is that you're bored and restless um it says that if you are bored and restless, it shows that you no longer find the relationship interesting.
2: I mean, you have to have a boyfriend that's kind of like a fidget toy. Like, you always want to have some form of uh, interaction with him. Except that fidget toy style being a fidget toy, you're just like, oh, whatever, on to the next thing. Hey, yo. <laughs> I feel
1: like... Fidget toy? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. What are we fidgeting with here?
0: Anyways. <laughs> I feel like bored and restless are two different things, though. Uh depends i feel like it's hard to i feel like it's one thing if you're bored and one thing if you're
1: restless but if you're bored then you're like all right come on like
2: i think boredom leads into restlessness yeah yeah
1: there's a transition
2: i can never say
0: that i've been bored and restless in a relationship there was like too much going on you know
2: i think it gets to the point where there's so much going on that you then get bored of it you're like okay i know there's gonna be drama this week let's just get this this exactly Um so true. The
0: second sign is that you're not attentive to your spouse. Oh god, I can do a whole rant
2: on that one.
1: Go go ahead. Pop off, pop off, sound off time.
2: When you're sitting there, and this is just not this is gonna sound like it's just at my one of my more recent exes. This is in general to all of my exes. I am not a movie person. I do not like movies. I can be a red flag all I want. I don't I can't sit long enough to deal with it sounds like a red flag. I can't sit there long enough to watch a movie. When you give me the option of a movie or something else and I'm always choosing the other thing, it's like I just need something that's like more entertaining. Like I can't do this and then they get on me and they're like, yo, you gotta watch a movie with me, bro. So they put on a movie they want and it's like Bad Girls or something. It's one of those movies where you just know it's bad And you have to sit there and watch it and all of a sudden now you're mad at him he's mad at you for not watching movies he chooses the movie for you and then you don't want to watch that movie because it's stupid mood (laughs) so then he's like yo you don't like what i'm into and i'm like well clearly you don't like what i'm into but we're dating so we'll just move on from it and ignore it until later yeah If if you make it clear that you're not like a movie person he shouldn't force you to watch a movie no I, and that's the thing like with my current boyfriend i'm like i don't like movies and he's like that's okay you can sit on your phone you can go and do something else like i want to watch this i'd like it if you were there with me but if you're not and if it's boring you either we'll turn it off or do something else or you can go do something individually if you prefer that like i'm not gonna sit here and make you do this green flag <laughs> my whole my my current boyfriend is an entire green flag i've not found one insane red flag about him except for the Aww. fact that he's a redneck
0: that's quite literally
1: <laughs> right, When he, a red flag. When he literally looks like
2: When he literally looks like one of those people from Walmart half the time with his camo and stuff or yeah. his flannel you're is just... not like <laughs> <laughs> The third sign that you are
0: complacent in a relationship is that you're not active in the relationship. So I think that relates back to the ba- like the last point is that you're not really doing things together. I feel like I've reached a point in one of my relationships where I was like the other person wasn't putting in the effort, so I just stopped as well. And I feel like that that was very complacent of me, and that was not a good way to handle that.
2: Was this a long distance, or was it something that was actually no, in person? It was in person. <laughs> I feel like this this point does relate more to long distance, but I feel like it can also be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me what happened was like,
0: I was not active in the way where I just stopped being me, if that makes sense. Um like at a certain point like i could tell that the other person wasn't kind of putting in the effort so i just kind of went with everything and i just i never really said no to anything even when i didn't want to do it like do you want to watch this or do that And i would always just say yes because otherwise they would get really whiny and nothing would get done
1: fellas don't fellas.
0: no it's not even don't you're allowed to like be upset and rant to the person that you're dating if they're okay with it but it's like another thing when you're trying to force them to be like the perfect person to you and any other answer
2: it has to be constructive whining like okay you don't like this i get it like constructive whining is a good way to put it though because you have to be like okay you don't like this i am not happy that you don't like this but can we find a middle ground to agree on
0: no see it was always uh like with my ex it was always oh you don't like this you don't like me Mm. And so I just kind of went along with everything, even if I like, d- like if I didn't want to watch this or that, I would just do it anyways. And
2: whoever has a boyfriend and is listening and is in a happy relationship, green flag for you. Green flag.
1: Lucky.
0: Any girls listening, um, hit us up on Instagram and get Dom's number or something. You know.
1: And the worst part is that if you're listening to this podcast, I know you too well. If if, if I know you. Give it a shot anyways. Give it a shot, you know? Ladies,
2: this one's for you. But you know what else is a red flag? Subscribing to OnlyFans when you're dating somebody and not telling them. Yeah, it's important to get, like, the person you're dating's permission almost. Like, Like, being scared to have your partner go through your computer because you saved OnlyFans pictures of people that are naked, like, on your computer and then not telling them. Yeah. Wild. (laughs) But again, I mean, we were dating for like a year and a half, so I was like, it's fine. Just delete them and move on because I have such bad anxiety with starting new relationships that I was just willing to accept whatever in hopes of having one relationship work.
0: Mm. I mean, back to complacency, yeah.
1: Yeah. What a full circle moment.
0: A full (laughs) circle, I know. Um, So uh, the fourth sign... Of complacency is constant criticism.
1: Mm.
0: Oh my gosh, so true.
1: True and real.
2: Do they mean joking criticism or no actual? Okay.
0: It says um, when you criticize your partner, you're saying your ideas, thoughts, and opinions are less valuable than mine. I dated someone who enjoyed making me upset. Yeah. Like enjoyed watching somebody else get angry and argue. But he literally said to my face, I like it more when people are mad at me. Nice. Everyone, like would do this with everyone.
2: I mean at least it's not just you.
0: Yeah, but it was it was constant criticism like, oh like once again, it was if you don't like this thing I like, you don't like me. I don't but like then your
2: attitude, but you when, know
0: anytime I argued for myself, he would literally start saying, Oh, so you don't like me or like, Oh, so I'm not important to you. And I'm like, that's not what I'm trying to say. He constantly criticized me, and I was not allowed to do the same back.
2: I mean, you can joke argue. Like, the amount of times I have roasted my boyfriend to his face in front of everybody that loves him and cares about him
0: mm-hmm.
2: and just had to deal with it, and then, like, he'll look at me back and he'll just go, I'm about to just roast you, too, because I, to, I need to get something off my plate with you, and we're just going to joke about it, but, like try to get past it and make it constructive. Like, I'm like, yo, quick question. And this is from my current boyfriend. He will get upset with me for mentioning this. He tapes his socks together instead of buying new ones. And I've gotten into arguments with him over this.
1: He what? He tapes
2: them together? He has athletic tape that covers the holes in his socks. He has enough money for new socks. He has enough money for new socks. And the thing is, his family is very particular in their money usage not frugal but if you can fix it why not fix it so when he told them that was his reasoning they were fine with it and granted it makes sense but if you can go anywhere and buy socks for like a 10 pack for like does he tape his underwear shut too he does not actually and it's funny (laughs) because it's funny because he doesn't tape his underwear shut but i've asked him how old his underwear is and it does sometimes surprise me how old his pairs of underwear can get but like,
0: how often? Red flag: not
1: buying new socks and underwear. How often do you guys buy socks and underwear? How often?
2: Like once a year, at least. I buy new socks. Yeah, whenever
0: something like rips or breaks.
1: See, I get hit with especially here. I get hit with the sock monster. It's like I'll just lose a sock. Yeah. Like, a sock or two. But it won't be, like, matching socks. It'll be two different pairs of socks, yeah. I'll miss one of them. Yeah. I, I could probably go a year and a half, two years max, or minimum, with without buying socks, underwear.
0: Socks specifically, I have a lot of socks
2: currently, so mm. I'm good for a little bit. I just think men out there, you need to actually, like, buy new underwear. Because there are some guys out here walking around with, like, high school underwear, and I'm sorry. Nah. I don't need your crispy-ass underwear being in my washer when I got to change all of this stuff. But I have seen some pairs of underwear at this college in these washers and dryers that make me question how often you are changing it. If you're going to come to college, I say that's a fresh start and at least buy new underwear for the next four years when you start college. Like drop your high school, get some new ones. No, that's what
1: I did. That's what I did.
2: Like, and I'm, I'm so grateful. Dom, Red flag not changing your underwear you green flag you actually have new underwear and i have to tell you if, if a woman comes over and looks at your underwear and she's like dang this is some clean underwear it's like crisp but not in that sense it's the fresh crisp not the gross crisp she's like mm. that's how you know if you actually like drop your panties on the floor and they don't make a noise like a leaf crunching then you know you good,
0: you're, <laughs> chilling. You
2: good.
1: you're chilling you're good. chilling."
2: I've never put my underwear on the floor and had
1: them crunch like a leaf. I can safely say that has never been something that's ever happened to me.
0: Anyways, the fifth sign that you're in a complacent
1: relationship
0: is disappointment.
1: Um, disappointment. Th- that's why you aim low. Yeah, all right.
0: That's why
1: you aim low.
0: No. Disappointment happens when we lose hope that things will get better. Um, we all have unmet needs, Un fulfilled desires and unsatisfied expectations it's part of life our role as a spouse is to eliminate as much of that as possible from our spouse at a minimum we should not be part of the problem true
2: (laughs) i think if you're going to disappoint somebody find some way that it's something that can be fixed if you're going to disappoint them on a date make sure the next date better but like exact you could always make up for a
0: disappointment
2: however if you keep adding to it
0: you're reaching a level that you can't make up for.
2: Or if you just see a disappointment and you know it's not something they can change, mm-hmm. but you're going to not call them out for it either. Like, I know this is how you are as a person, but, like, this is a disappointment.
0: So my ex, like, came really late, like, hours late one time. And there was, like, an event going on. So I went to the event and did the stuff without him because he I thought he wasn't going to make it. And then he, like, yelled at me for that. I was disappointed in that and he yelled at me.
2: That's a that's a red flag. Red flag. That's such a red flag. <laughs> Do
0: not be part of the problem. Huh,
1: man.
2: If he's going to be that late, apologize and set up a different time to hang out.
0: The next sign they cheer in a complacent relationship is settling for the status quo. Um... If you plan on being anything less than you are capable of being, you will probably be unhappy all the days of your life. So when Dom says, shoot low, please don't do that. Do not settle, you will be unhappy.
2: You gotta you I'd rather aim high and get disappointed in possibly getting dumped, but having like an out of my league person than settling ever like again, I've had five boyfriends at least and plenty of other people that liked me. Most of them were below my league. And that's not me being like mean to them or like overly egotistical that's just literally where i have a life outside of video games and like sitting in my room and watching porn so like i actually like live my life and have expectations and plans not just sitting around spending daddy's money so i mean i think it just kind of depends on what status quo is for you like dumb all the time I I
0: tell Dom all the time that he has very high standards. However, I don't think having high standards is a bad thing.
2: I don't think so either. I think
0: you should have high standards for yourself because you shouldn't... Don't laugh. You shouldn't... (laughs) You shouldn't set yourself up for something you're not going to be happy with.
2: As long as your, like, expectations are not wildly inaccurate. Yeah. Like, Dom, please don't ask for a woman with three boobs. Those don't necessarily exist. Mm, So true. So true. Um, but like,
0: if you shoot low in the hopes of just getting something, not getting something you want, you're still going to be unhappy, even if you get it. Yeah. So there's no point in shooting low. You shouldn't settle for something you know you're not going to be happy with. Like once again, unless it's ridiculous. But S- number seven, loss of concern about physical appearance.
2: I think it's a, and I I, I Dom did notice me like cringing because. There's a certain point where you get complacent in a relationship and you both are kind of just too comfortable around each other. I don't think that's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing to be comfortable around people, but like comfortable enough to the point where it's like, hey, babe, I know it's been like three days since I last showered, but I'm just like not feeling it. And your boyfriend's like just like, oh, it's fine. Versus like you actually taking care of yourself, but you're just so comfortable around him that you don't even think to take care of yourself. Like that's a red flag yeah
1: yeah that's different i feel like that yeah that's different
2: just because you should have some amount of care in how you look like just because you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner yeah like there's
0: a there's a difference between being complacent and them not having basic hygiene and being complacent in like oh they're more comfortable around you they don't want to do their makeup every day yeah, That's completely fine. Like there's
1: a difference between, like, maximum 110% and, like, I'm going to forego my hygiene. Yeah. If that makes sense.
2: I think it's their green flag if she's not wearing makeup around you. Or yeah, he, that, or it's, something like that. it's something like that. Whoever chooses not to wear makeup around you, and if they wear makeup every day, like, good for you that you feel comfortable enough to, like, Because I feel like not... part of
0: it is to, it's not necessarily, like, you're not caring about your appearance it's just that they might make you feel more confident as like your natural self yeah which is also nice so it depends on the situation (laughs) um the eighth sign that you're becoming complacent is a lack of sexual desire
2: i think that also fits into being bored yeah like spice it up i mean even if you've got to bring in the whole spice rack from the kitchen just do something new
0: the ninth sign that there is uh that you're in a complacent relationship is that there's no desire to talk things through yeah Mm. i think this goes back to the not being active thing
1: yeah or if you're like defeated pretty much If, if, if that's a better way to word it
0: because if somebody doesn't listen to you when you tell them that something bothers you, at some point you just give up on communicating. Yeah. Because you're like, this person's never going to listen to me no matter what I say.
2: I think that's, at that point, like what you were saying, with him just always blaming you and saying it's your fault and you're the disappointment, getting complacent and just accepting that and just saying, okay, maybe it is my fault and walking away. I mean, it's not just detrimental to you, but it destroys the relationship at the end of the day if he's not going to be like, I'm sorry, it's my fault. I was late. Like, you have to accept responsibility, but also, like, dish it out sometimes.
0: Yeah. The biggest red flag of this episode? um, Being in a relationship where you can't communicate.
2: If
1: you're one of Faith or Lorna's exes, red flag.
2: I'm going to vouch at least... So, I've had maybe five or six. I'm going to vouch for my first one and my current one. They were both perfect men. Every ex except for (laughs) the first one for Lorna. (laughs) My first boyfriend... I ended up dating for about three years and I only broke up with him because I came to college and it was a mutual decision. And we still talk, we're friends still, and I actually still talk to his parents and, you know, they're yeah. like, you know, oh, I hope you're doing good, like house classes and stuff. Green flag if his parents will still talk to you after breaking up.
0: So the number 10 sign that you are in a complacent relationship is a fantasy rules your life. Hey, yo,
1: fantasy? Sorry.
2: Roll for because initiative.
0: It is disconnected from reality, and it's so appealing because it's safe living in a bubble you control.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, it's like with COVID when it's the only thing you can control, and you just get complacent and just accept it. Yeah. That's, that's like my
0: You're like, if I can't actually have it, I'll just think about it. But you can. You don't have to settle. <laughs> I do have another website, which is just marriage dot com. This time, don't worry, guys. Uh, 10 marriage wh- red flag. Exact. No, no. Um, Happy, healthy relationships. Green flag. You know, green
1: flag. Don't listen to Dom. You know, fifty percent of them no. end in divorce.
2: Dom's just bitter and single. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to give a quick visual on this stock image again like I did last time. Oh, please do. It is just a man in a gray shirt with a cup of coffee sitting there on his computer completely ignoring the woman next to him who looks very frustrated staring at what I assume is a calculator. Mm -hmm. So either they're both really struggling on their finance homework or they're supposed to be dating. Um, So the title of this article is 10 Ways to Avoid Being Complacent
0: in a Relationship. So this time it's how to avoid the complacency, not signs of complacency the 10 ways to overcome complacency the first is to change your mindset so ask yourself every day what is a small
2: thing that i can do today to become more engaged and appreciative in my relationship i'm going to spill on mine because again i don't like, i only have my experience sometimes in the mornings if it's we had a rough night or if i know he's not feeling great that day i'll leave like a little note for him that says you know i hope you feel better love you i'll you know if you need something from a store or something i can walk down and get you some, some chocolate milk or something because that's some chalky like. milk that's he so cute loves chocolate milk but the dining hall chocolate milk here that, gross that comes out like clumpy sometimes yeah. you gotta watch that me and tyler
1: tyler and i, tyler
0: and I anytime tyler and i get <laughs> get any sort of argument whether it's in person or by ourselves i'm like okay i'm gonna give you a minute and i'm gonna give me a minute and then we're gonna talk about it because we're not leaving off on that note. And even sometimes when we don't want to talk to each other, we just we just take a second
2: and then we talk.
1: Wow, way to hold them hostage. No, no. but I'm you know kidding, what I mean. I'm like kidding. It's important to Never talk Never make that.
2: them talk to you while they're angry because that's when the words come out that you can't take back.
0: Yeah, that's why I say we'll take a little bit, like a moment to ourselves, and when we're ready, we'll come back and talk about it. But at some point, we're going to talk about it because it's not healthy to just kind of leave all that out
2: not me over here just accepting all the flaws in my exes and never talking about them exactly <laughs>
1: and you know what that is say, say it with me faith complacency
2: oh it's so true
0: and what is complacency a red flag <laughs> um number two is take notice and compliment each other i feel like that goes with your milk
2: thing like mm. yeah i goes with I, milk. I always try to do something nice if I'm if I spend the whole day roasting you and we get home at night and I'm just like you know do you need a back rub or something because you know your back's injured or if I'm like hey do you want me to fold the laundry for you because it just got out of the dryer one of us has to do it or both of us but you know you had a bad day so I thought you lay down and I'll take care of it and just little things that Mm -hmm. ensure that you're both on the same page in terms of like you don't hate me at the end of the day right Men are always expected to be the ones giving flowers. Like, green flag, go out right now, buy a small bouquet of flowers and give it to your man and see what he does. So true. What would you do if you got flowers, Dom?
1: Oh no, I think it'd be pretty cool.
0: <laughs> oh. Somebody go buy Dom some flowers. The third way to avoid complacency is to set aside some alone time.
2: I think yeah, that's fair. Everybody needs their me time. And you have other friends and other obligations. I yeah. My me time is work, but... My, ne-
0: my me time is normally a nap. <laughs> or I just play my color by number <laughs> on my phone.
1: I play Clash of Clans.
0: The next way to avoid being complacent in a relationship is to shake up the routine. To chase away the boredom. Because we know what boredom and relentless... Restless...
2: Relentless. <laughs> we know what boredom and uh, restlessness does. I think I think you have a good point. Don't just go to dining hall every night. If your boyfriend's on the same campus as you, you know, go out one night a week, two, one night every couple of weeks, and just go out and get dinner just the two of you. Or if he is off campus, you know, and he comes in, just be like, okay, how about tonight we stay in and watch a movie and cuddle? Just get some. Get Me some and Tyler. Tyler every night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyler and I. I'm sorry.
1: There you go.
2: Did that Did that bother
0: you? A little bit. The next way to avoid complacency is to be honest with yourself. I think that is very important because when past relationships have gone wrong, I think the first thing I think isn't, okay, this is going bad. It's, I can, I can deal with this. It's fine. It's no biggie. When it was in fact a biggie.
2: If this was a visual podcast, we'd be including a picture of that dog in the burning house with a little cup of tea at the table. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine.
0: Yeah. And I feel like it goes along with the next one, which says adopt a curiosity mindset about your partner. So, just, like, don't assume you know them entirely. Another way to avoid being complacent is to imagine your life without them. Uh, this is a thought experiment that can frighten you, yet snap you out of being complacent in a relationship. I feel like that's fair, yeah? Because if you're imagining your life without them, and you're like, oh, it would be so much better, red flag, probably get out of that I relationship. Know.
2: you got such a good point, though, because if you think about it, and you're like, oh you mean i don't have to do laundry for two people or you know make sure he's awake in the morning and i can actually like go out when i want to without having to like double check that he doesn't want to come with like oh i think i'm better off single yeah i mean
0: right now if i think of my life without tyler i don't like it so i know that's how it's not a bad relationship
2: i mean yeah who else is gonna do my dishes for me because i don't have to do them (laughs) Um the next one is to be grateful
0: every day. I really like yeah that's fair. Like look at your, really if if it, your relationship is good of course, looking at it and being like I'm so lucky I have this. Like this is great. I'm so sorry, Dom, right now. You're good. <laughs> We're saying a lot of coupley things and I I don't want to like not include you. No, no, it's fun.
1: Okay. Hey, this is all about having multiple perspectives. Well, no, it could also multiple, be perspectives. It
0: could also be in friendships. Like, if you look at the friends you have every day and you're grateful because they're good friends, mm-hmm. I hope.
1: Mm-hmm. Most of all.
0: Am I a good friend?
1: One of them's named after a virtue. She's a real bitch.
2: Not Dom staring Faith immediately down. Like, I'm, I'm supposed to say I'm grateful for you. Like, this is going to be recorded forever and I'm supposed to be nice about this.
1: I thought we were friends. We are, we are, we are. I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Love you, Dom. All love, all love.
0: <laughs> the last way to avoid complacency is to set relationship goals. When something is clearly defined, it is easier to check if it is being worked on and how much progress is happening. So true.
2: I don't think progress. I can ever fight that.
0: Progress is important. Especially if it was, like, not going well before. Because you can work on things. If both parties are actively trying, you can work on things.
2: I have a friend who just got married after 10 years with his girlfriend and I told him I was going to be on this podcast talking about complacency and he's like well me and my girl are complacent I said no your complacency is day-to-day life is a routine that is comfortable for both of you but when there is an issue or when there is something that is wrong you work through it and you make it better Mm -hmm. that's not complacency in the sense that we're talking complacency how I view it is you get into a routine because it helps you ignore the issues and that's mm-hmm. where you have all of the red flags
0: no that was a really good way to put it honestly i couldn't think of a better way to like end the
2: episode yeah. actually
1: well i've been dumb
2: i've been faced. and i'm still here as lorna hello <laughs>
1: <laughs> say hi lorna
2: <laughs> hi lorna <laughs> thank you guys so
0: much for listening
1: and we'll see you next time
0: Be sure to watch out for the red flags out there.